I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? Podcast Network Asia. Welcome to On Deck with Stan C. On the show, I want to tell the real stories behind the real people behind the mic. And this week, I'm dipping back into the mailbag for another AMA episode, another Ask Me Anything episode. So thank you so much to everybody who's been sending in your questions on Twitter and on Instagram at underscore Stan C. Really excited to get to all of your questions. I think we have some time for a good nine or ten questions. But before that, if you haven't followed the podcast on Spotify yet, please do. It really goes a long way towards helping the show get on the podcast charts. It's On Deck with Stancy on Spotify. Hit that follow button. And then after you finish an episode, please leave a five-star rating as well. And if you want to support the podcast through your online shopping, you can also do that on Shopee. There's always a sale happening. You've got the payday sale happening next week as well. So go ahead and type in this URL on your mobile phone browser. It's podlink.co slash on deck. Again, it's podlink.co slash O-N-D-E-C-K. It'll take you straight to the app. And then from there, just add to cart and check out. And a portion of what you spend will go to Podcast Network Asia and this podcast to help keep the lights on. All right, let's dip into the mailbag and start answering some questions. Let's start off with this one from Chino Maglaya who asks, How to start and where to start and how do people approach you for these jobs? If you asked me this question about a decade ago, I would say that the answer would have been to join a student DJ program. But since the COVID-19 pandemic really fucked up a lot of student DJ programs or just killed them all together. And, you know, you might not be a student anymore as you ask this question. I would say that you're better off being on TikTok and doing the radio DJ challenges. Like a lot of stations these days, both locally and internationally, radio DJ challenges. Go ahead and do that. It's a great way to just dip your toes into the craft and have some fun with it in the process and create some content. And then who knows if there's an opening at a radio station, which they usually announce in their social media accounts or on air, then you might just be able to use that as your entry point. In fact, there are radio stations here in Metro Manila that do look for DJs through TikTok. So that's one way to go about it. Another is to just straight up listen to the radio because you never know, you might just hear a plug from them where they're actively looking for radio DJs. In my case, the radio jobs that have come my way have been through friends who have heard of the opening or who've seen the opening on social media, then they let me know. This next question is from Julian who asks, do the vibes of your radio shows differ depending on which radio station you're working for? 
The simple answer is yes, because you can't sound all hyper and high energy everywhere. For example, if you're working for an easy listening station and you're playing love songs or ballads or sad songs all day, hey, you just listen to Toto's, I'll be over you. Yeah, that should really break your heart, brother. Like, you know, that would sound really awkward, right? Or uh, you're coming off an Air Supply or a Celine Dion song and you go, hey, you just heard that track from Celine Dion? Parang weird, diba? Like, it just doesn't fit. So on the flip side, you also can't sound like you're doing ASMR or you're performing an ASMR JOI video. If you know, you know. When you're supposed to be upbeat, you're supposed to be excited. Like, let's say you're hosting a countdown or... You're a radio DJ at a hard rock station, or you're supposed to be hosting a hip hop show, diba? You know, man, dapat may appropriate level of energy. Sometimes your energy level is also dictated by your time slot. For example, you can't sound lazy or sleepy on the morning drive time show because it's the fucking morning show, and the idea is to wake people the fuck up. Who in their right minds would want to listen to a morning radio show where the DJ doesn't even sound like they've had their coffee yet? <clears throat> Wave 89.1, it's all good. You're tuned in to the morning takeover. I got that new Kendrick Lamar track off the new album on deck. Yeah, enjoy this one, guys. Like, sino magigising dun, diba? If I were your station manager, I would fire you right this second. The idea is to wake people the fuck up. So you can't sound like you're ready to get knocked out. Even though you haven't had sleep, you haven't had breakfast, you haven't had your coffee. I mentioned countdowns earlier, yun din. It requires high energy and high excitement because you're supposed to build anticipation over the results. Your listeners are supposed to get hyped over who's number one, where are their favorite songs, where are their favorite artists. So yun, that's another example of a type of show that dictates a certain level of energy. On the other hand, if the show is at night naman, let's say like the graveyard shift or a show close to midnight or let's say early afternoon, you know, man, you can be a bit more relaxed. I mean, I've heard some DJs host their shows really late at night and still sound energetic, like good for them if that's the directive or if that's how they want to host their shows, good for them. But if I'm driving home at like 11 p.m. after a long and stressful ass day, I don't want somebody screaming in my ears about the latest single from Olivia Rodrigo, you know? Here's a follow-up also from Julian who asks, how do you keep a certain energy up during a radio show? Well, staying hydrated in general is the way to go. I also learned how to be a coffee drinker when I did the morning show on Wave. So that's another way that can help you stay awake and stay upbeat. Getting enough rest before your board work, that is so underrated. Like I can't tell you how many times I've shown up for work na ako, I'd come from a late night gig or an inuman and it just really fucked me up the next day. So I really advise that you get your rest, get enough sleep before you go to work. Next is proper posture. Sit up straight. Make sure that, you know, if you're modulating your voice or if you're getting it from your diaphragm, that you really know how to work those muscles and that you're not hunched over or slouching because that really sucks the energy out of your delivery. It also helps to have a partner that you actually love talking to or bouncing off of. Like if your energies really complement one another, that goes a long, long way towards sounding upbeat and high energy all the time. This next one is from Nicole who asks, was there a time that you had a DJ where there was no harmony in your tandem and what were the lessons learned? So I've had a few partners across the different stations I've been on who I had zero chemistry with. Nothing talaga. 
And some takeaways include just being kind and not having my head stuck up my own ass. Because a lot of these times when I would have these partnerships with another DJ that I just didn't get along with, I was too focused on showing them up or proving myself to be the better DJ. Like I wanted everyone to know that I was the better DJ. And that just really didn't help. It also didn't help that some of those times happened when I was just new to a certain station. So I was also feeling the pressure to be regularized. So there was that. I also learned that I was too uptight and that I had the tendency to correct every little mistake because it bothered me. So I had to learn to step back and let them do their work. And if they're rookies, if they're new to the industry, I had to let them make their mistakes. The context is I grew up thinking that every mistake on every radio show I was a part of would immediately reflect on me. Because listeners or management, how would they know that I wasn't the one controlling the board, that I was actually taking the lead behind the scenes? All people really can hear and can see is the on-air product, right? So I had to unlearn that tendency. I had to unlearn that mentality just to find some form of peace and protect that peace so that I wouldn't get into any conflicts with these people that I had no chemistry with. Okay, this is going to be a touchy one. This one's from Pael who asks, what's the nastiest thing you've seen, heard, or experienced as someone who works in radio? So I've seen jocks make fun of a special needs listener on air. And I don't want to delve further into this because it really was upsetting and disgusting in the moment. But it happened. This next one is from Renzo Peralta who asks, The pros of being a radio DJ in the Philippines. Well, definitely not the fat paychecks because they barely and rarely exist. These days, it's really influencer perks like free tickets to events or movie premieres, yung mga sponsorships, X deals with clients, like the free shit you get for posting about them on Instagram or giving away their shit on air. Uh, I've also been able to take advantage of leveraging my platform as a radio DJ. Like, okay, I'm part of this station. So whenever I'd go host an event, I'd be like, hey, my name is Stancy from Wave or my name is Stancy from Mellow. So it gives you a little bit of cred because it low-key tells people, nah, I'm not just a host that they got for the day. I actually do this every day on the radio as a professional broadcaster. And so by extension, you can use that to leverage a higher payday than at the end of your event. So yun. so that's one of the perks that comes with being a radio DJ. Shempre the time then, the fact that you only really have to work a certain number of hours a day as opposed to a full-time job, which takes up 100% of your energy and your time. But when you're a radio DJ, ideally, if you don't have all these other tasks that you have to balance and juggle, then you can go and do an event or go take another racket, another job, another gig after or before your radio show. Sometimes during, but you know, I wouldn't advise doing that for obvious reasons. I'm going to take a break here and get to the rest of the mailbag. But first, let me tell you about another way you can support the podcast through your online shopping, and that is through Lazada. All you have to do is to whip out your mobile phones once again and type this URL into your browser. It's podlink.co slash ondecklazada. Again, it's podlink.co slash O-N-D-E-C-K-L-A-Z-A-D-A. It'll take you straight to the app. From there, just add to cart and check out. And a portion of what you spend will go to Podcast Network Asia and this podcast to help keep the lights on. And so I can keep doing what I do best, which is telling the real stories behind the real people behind the mic. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Let's dip right back into the mailbag, shall we? This one's from Alan who asks if radio stations still use Ots AV DJ as a software And if not, what is the modern setup of a radio jock? All right. So in 2022, I can tell you that there are still radio stations who use OTS AV. And that is an old ass software. But, you know, for some stations, either yun lang yung afford nila or if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I was lucky enough that I learned how to use OTS, that I was able to maximize it when I was using it. And that years later, I've also been able to use other software like Jazzler and Let me tell you, if you can find a crack for Jazzler, or better yet, if you can purchase Jazzler, then it's really fun to use. It's so easy, even if you're new to radio. It's basically just building a playlist and then triggering it and being able to manipulate start times and end times. And if you're very particular about file management, which I am, then it is just a joy to go through all the different tabs and be able to sort everything down to the finest detail. So that was the program that I last used when I was with Wave. But in terms of the modern setup for a radio station, it really depends. Because for those DJs who are still able to work from home, all they really need is a high-speed internet connection and their laptop and a mic and a headset. And then they're good to go because they can just control the PC from the radio station from where they're at. But for the radio DJs who actually physically report to work now, which is great, by the way, then, you know, you still have your typical computers, your monitors, your headset, the board, the mics, the whole shebang. So... I'd like to think that the modern radio DJ still typically has the same setup. And that also includes the phones, by the way, because yung mga phones, they are still part of the radio DJ setup. And I'm not exactly sure what the tech is. I just know that the phone has a cable attached to it that allows it to be hooked up to the console so that when you use it and you flip the switch and you broadcast that phone call, you can hear both parties talking. So there, I didn't pay enough attention like when somebody was like dissecting the setup in front of me. So that's that's on me. This next one is from George who asks, did you ever have an on-air mistake where you thought, oh crap, I'm getting fired for this? Uh, not necessarily, but every time I miss or I forget to play a commercial at the specific time it's supposed to be played, then my mind spirals downward and I think, fuck, 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 I'm getting fired. So for context, commercials have to be played at a specific time, like every quarter of the hour. So for example, 3.15, 3.30, 3.45, 
may set commercials talaga na dapat iere and sometimes it's even set in a particular order and sometimes I just forget to play a commercial like it happens it's human error so when that happens I'm like fuck 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 I'm gonna get a memo I never really have been given a memo I've never been sanctioned for forgetting to play a commercial so thankfully I've gotten away with forgetting and just making it up at the next cluster or at the next quarter hour but I did get a memo once in 2013 because there was a Valentine's Day where my partner and I decided that it would be a great idea to just play the mushiest love songs from our personal playlists. The problem was, some of these songs weren't part of the radio station's playlist. And if you've been listening to some of my stories on the podcast, if you put in your own songs or if you put in songs na hindi approved ng manager or by the owner, then that's a big no-no. That's gonna get you in trouble. So we decided that, oh, it's Valentine's Day. Let's play these new love songs that haven't been approved yet, like I Won't Give Up by Jason Mraz or All of Me by John Legend. Let's put in this Lenny Kravitz song, I'll Be Waiting, because sobrang kilig niya as a, as a song or whatever. So we played these songs and sobrang sakto, right that evening, our bosses tuned in and he was like, I do not recognize this song. I do not recognize that song. You guys are going to get a memo. So there, after that, my mind did spiral towards, ah, oh, fuck, 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 I'm going to get fired. But, you know, I, I knew naman na I was just going to get a memo. And then after that, I just made sure to ask for permission if I was ever going to stray from the regular playlist moving forward. All right, time to get to my last question from the mailbag. And this one is from Lily, who asks, how do you differentiate whose opinion on your work matters and what is just straight up hating? So I guess this relates to having people comment on your work publicly, like let's say if it's on Instagram or on YouTube or on TikTok or whatever. I don't know about you, but I usually take a look at who that opinion is coming from first. Because from there, when I know what my relationship is like with that other person, then I can tell what the intentions are. For example, if it's from my dad, who is notably a stage dad and just always wants to see me improve and succeed, then I know it's coming from a good place, even though it's rough around the edges. If it's somebody whose approval actually matters to me, then yeah, their opinion matters. But as I've gotten older, I've also learned to be less of a people pleaser. It's something I've been working on. It's something I haven't perfected yet, but it's something I'm more or less aware of already. And the best advice I can share if you're a people pleaser like me is that there are only two people whose opinion on your work ultimately matters. The first is the person who signs your paychecks. If they're the ones who are putting food on your table, then you're damn right their opinion on your work matters. The second is yourself. Yun lang. It's the people who sign your paychecks and you. If you're both happy with your work, then shit. Who cares what they say, right? Of course, masakit pa rin. Like when these opinions come in, it hurts, it stings. What can you do, right? But if you can get yourself to some form of self-awareness na the only people whose opinion on my work matters are the people who sign my paychecks and myself. If you're happy with that, then I think you can filter out the comments from the people who are just straight up hating. So there, Lily, I hope that answers your question. And that's going to do it for the mailbag for this week. Got it done in less than 20 minutes. That one's for you, Abby, because that the last mailbag episode took way too long. So I hope that this one makes up for the previous one. 
As I get out of here, I want to let you know about some of the other stuff that I'm doing aside from the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, which of course goes on every Thursday at 7 p.m. on Kumu and on Facebook or on Spotify on Fridays. You can also check me out on Chinoy TV's Chinese by Blood, Filipino by Heart. Season 2 is well underway Sundays at 8 p.m. on CNN Philippines. But if you want to catch that on demand, it goes up on the Chinoy TV Facebook page and YouTube channel Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Make sure to follow me as well at underscore Stan C on Twitter or on Instagram. Let's keep the conversation going. If you find yourself wanting to ask a follow-up question or help, even a new question, then go ahead and send it over there. I love it when the mailbag gets filled with your questions and I can probably get to another one maybe next season because I'm about to end season four of On Deck very soon. As we slowly go back out there into the real world, please don't forget to wear your masks and to get your vaccines and your boosters if and when you can. And like I said in the previous episode, when I was a bit more down, a bit more emotional, please, let's just be kind to one another. Let's try not to make this world much worse for the rest of us because it's a crappy world already. And don't be an asshole. That's it. Don't be a dick. Don't be an asshole. All right? That's going to do it for this episode of On Deck with Stan C. I'm out of here. I'll catch you next week for the season finale of season four. Until then, though, my name is Stan C. Thank you very much. And I hope I've earned the privilege of your time. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.